0: Hello, how are you doing? How's everyone doing here? Welcome to Small Screen Stories. I hope you guys are doing very well. Uh, Today, do let me know if you can hear me, first of all, in the comments. Um, If you're watching and you can hear me well, that would be wonderful to know because I have no idea because I do this show all on my own. Um, No producer on this show, unfortunately. But no, today, as you can probably tell on Small Screen Stories, we're going to be talking uh, a little bit about The Batman. Uh, what I really wanted to do was do um, a... I mean, I call it a spoiler review. Um, <laughs> there probably will be some spoilers in this in this review, which is why I did preface this by saying it's a spoiler review. Now, I know that most of you haven't had the opportunity to see this movie yet, so uh, I'm going to keep the spoilers to literally a bare minimum, uh, because... It's just not. It's coming out March four, a fourth, like most places around the world. So it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be very cool of me to do a spoiler review. But there will be, there will be elements of of the movie that I'm going to have to spoil, because, well, the Batman's in it. That's probably the first spoiler. The Riddler's in it. That's probably the second spoiler. Uh, you know, and I know, you know, people have kind of weird a lot of people have different opinions on what a sport what consists as, as a spoiler uh, as far as i'm concerned uh, if the movie if it's if it's in the trailer then it's fair game that's what i uh, that's what i always say uh, we've also just posted a spoiler free review over on small screen which you can go and check out right now uh, and um spoilers for the review i gave it a 10 and i suppose that's a spoiler for my review here as well uh <clears throat> So this movie is, of course, directed by Matt Reeves. It stars Robert Pattinson as Batman. It stars Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. It stars Jeffrey Wright as uh, Detective Gordon. I don't think he's, he's not really the commissioner in this movie yet. He does, I suppose he does probably becomes it halfway through, but that's not really ever said explicitly in the film. Uh, It's, and it stars the likes of Colin Farrell as, uh, as the penguin, uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler, and uh, Andy Circus as Alfred. Have I forgotten anybody? Um, I probably have done. Uh, do uh, I mean they're, they're the main? They're the main actors, the main characters in this film. It's really, I would say, there are three main characters. The three characters that have the most screen time are Batman, Catwoman, and also Commissioner Gordon. Um, one of the first things I'm going to say right off the bat is I kind of wish that Alfred had a bit more screen time in this film, because I really do love the casting of Andy Serkis as Alfred. I think he's a terrific actor and I would have liked to have seen him a bit more. So, uh, this film is, uh, is a take on year. Well, it's not really a take, but it's, it's set in year 2 of uh, the batman the, as of bruce wayne's time as the batman so this isn't in the first year of him being the batman like batman begins was it's in the second year and um that's actually taken the, that idea is taken from a comic book uh, called year 2 um and one of the first things that uh, you kind of you realize when you're watching this film <clears throat> is that the batman really is a comic book come to life, a Batman comic book come to life, a Batman graphic novel come to life. Uh, it's first off, it has the um, the voiceover. Bruce Wayne narrates this whole uh, this whole well, not the whole movie, but a lot of this film is narrated by Bruce Wayne, aka Batman. And that's something that is very common in Batman comics. Um, most of them, most of the best ones that I've ever read, The Long Halloween, for instance, is narrated by by Batman. Um, I think uh i think the dark knight returns is as well and it's it's kind of a staple of batman comics is that they're narrated by the batman and that's something that we haven't heard before in 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 the movies and um it's from the minute that that you realize that's going to happen in this film i think like oh i was thinking personally as a huge fan of the bat of batman that um we were in very safe hands with matt reeves he's clearly somebody that um has read at least one or two Batman comics and knows how they're supposed to, how, kind of understands the character and knows how, how these Batman comics are, are structured. And that's very much part of the structure. The other thing is that the tone of this movie is kind of unlike any other Batman film ever before. It can, you could categorize it as a bit of a mix of different things as well. Um, you know, uh, Tim Burton's Batman films were quite dark Uh, As were Christopher Nolan's, but Tim Burton's Batman films were kind of very tonally dark, set in a kind of weird world. This one is, this Matt Reese's Batman is much more grounded, a lot like Christopher Nolan's is. But I would say even more so, because one of the things I I really loved about this film was that Batman himself does everything. Like he, he, uh, you kind of see that he's built the Batmobile himself with his own two hands in this film. And that's something that, for instance, none of the other Batman ever really did uh, prior to to this movie. Christian Bale's Batman, for, for instance, got everything from Lucius Fox. And that's an aspect of this Batman that I really did love. Um, I, I'm going to have to say it right off the bat. I think I think Robert Pattinson is... Uh, I, 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 I Now I've been thinking long and hard about this. I really do think he's the best interpretation of the character we've ever had the most true to form um as you were the he he he's first off he's he's a a younger version of the character than we've seen really i suppose uh, christian bale in batman begins was a bit younger because he was literally the first year but he really captures that kind of angst of the character that that he he's still trying to find his way and and the fact that he in the trailer, you know, they kind of there's the whole "I'm I'm vengeance" line, and that's actually a big theme in this movie. There are so many themes going on in this film. There's, there's, um, you know, what he he's uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman is desperately trying to figure out whether, you know, if, if he's actually doing any good, if he's needed in Gotham, and that's that's very much put front and center. And um, you know, he's, he he literally begins the movie by asking that question: Is that does Gotham really need me? Um, is he more than just a lunatic in a, in a nice leather outfit um, but there's also <clears throat> there's there's the idea of um, the, 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 there's, the, there's the idea that I think this more than any other Batman film before maybe Tim Burton got the closest to this was kind of make Gotham like almost a living breathing character within its own movie um, which hasn't I really don't think Gotham's ever looked as good as this. I think this is by far the best-looking Batman film ever made. Uh, I can't remember the name of the cinematographer in this film, but wow, this film looks stunning. I mean, Dune looked amazing, and this film looks just as good. Gotham is constantly raining. So the start of this film, uh, it begins on Halloween night. And uh, so that's like what the end of October, October 31st and moves into November. So, of course, it's going to be raining a lot. But oh, my God, there is so much water in this movie. And um, one of one of the things that uh, I mean, kind of the look and the feel of the film, it kind of you you just you just feel like the Batman fits in this world. Interestingly enough, I, I did think actually this tonally, this this is actually quite similar to Todd Phillips's Joker. Um, I wouldn't say they're in the same universe. I, I, don't, I actually definitely don't think they are, but it's actually closer to that film than it is any other any of the other previous Batman films. Although I think I think Matt Reeves' Batman is in a completely different league to Joker. I'm going to be honest because I, I have problems with that film that I'm not going to go into here. Mainly, the, my main problem being that I don't think it's a very original movie. Whereas I do think <clears throat> what Matt Reeves has done with this film is yes. He has taken inspiration from other movies, which is what Todd Phillips did. Uh, but Todd Phillips kind of almost did a copy paste job, a bit with like if you think about the Joker, uh, his Joker film, it's very much the King of Comedy mixed with Taxi Driver. Like you know that is literally front and center. This Matt Reeves movie, I would say, is like it's kind of David Fincher inspired. I think I, you can see a lot of Zodiac, especially with Paul Dano's uh, Riddler. I think is uh, and the whole that the something i'm going to talk a bit about later the whole mystery behind these the murders that are going on um but also there's an element of (laughs) sore it's like this this film is by far the most brutal and violent batman film we've ever had like hands down there's nothing that's come anywhere close to this level of violence and i know a lot of people will have problems with that but i actually think the film warrants the violence i think the 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 universe that it's set in it's it really does feel like this. The, the, the violence in this film is kind of something that would be part of this world and it would be a bit odd if it wasn't there. Then again, the, I mean, in England, this is rate, uh, rated a 15. Um, in the US, I think it's PG-13, I think. Uh, but it's 15, a straight 15. It's not a 15A in the UK. A 15A is a film that you can go and see uh, you can go and see if you're under under 15 years old, as long as you're accompanied by an adult uh, who's okay with you seeing this movie. At uh, 15, is no, you're, you're like if you're younger than 15, you cannot see this film. And that's the first time for a Batman film that's ever happened in the United Kingdom. And watching it, you can really, it, it really does hit home <clears throat> that this is by far the most brutal and violent Batman film ever made. And um, I actually think. As far as the action concerned, especially the way that Batman fights in this, like he's got a suit that's basically bulletproof. He's covering Kevlar from head to toe. So it's, it's, it's virtually impossible for a, a bullet to uh, physically pierce his armor unless he's like shot constantly, which he, he kind of is in the movie. He gets shot a lot. But also, there are moments in the film where. Um, you can tell that it's hurting him which it would do if you're shot by a shotgun yeah that's going to knock the wind out of you and break some stuff and there there are some there there's the element of realism about this that i really i mean it's it's not that realistic (laughs) it's a batman film but there are elements of realism as far as like kind of cinematic realism that i really do like about this film and that hasn't really been part of of previous batman movies i mean Christopher Nolan try to get as close to that as possible. But when they when you see like the design of the tech of certain things in his movies it kind of starts going into a bit of a different a different realm I think and I actually think Matt Reeves' Batman is a lot more grounded in some sort of reality. Uh, then I wanted to talk a little bit about Robert Pattinson. I was talking about him before. When when it was revealed that he was cast as as Batman, a lot of people who obviously hadn't seen a single thing he'd done after Twilight was immediately like, what, you, you're hiring the, the Twilight guy to play Batman? That doesn't make any sense. Well, it did. Because if you'd watched um, any of the movies he'd done after Twilight, he is incredible, like an incredible actor. Um, he was in a film... He was in uh, Cosmopolis, which uh, is uh, is just a terrific movie. And um, it's weird. It's a weird film. Uh, But he's so good in it. And actually, in that film, more than any other, that was the movie that I watched. And I was really like, uh, oh, God, like he could play Bruce Wayne. Um, But the thing is, is that we haven't got that. We didn't get that version of Bruce Wayne that I was thinking we were going to get in this movie. This Bruce Wayne is, is younger, more angsty. He's He's still he's he's still very raw. Uh, he's he's obviously still suffering from the death of his uh, his parents. A lot of this goes back to his parents, but w- thankfully we don't have the scene uh, of the the of uh, Martha and Thomas Wayne being shot. But there is a lot of that in this movie, and it's very much tied to to what's going on, which is something that I actually did like. It's. I didn't want to see the death of Bruce uh, of Bruce's parents again, but I do like the fact that they brought that in and they entwined it with the story, and they did that really well, actually. Uh, so there's a lot of that going on as well. Um, and then there's the dynamic between Robert Pattinson's Batman and Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman, which is actually uh, I think it's really well done. Uh, I think I would have actually liked to have seen a bit more of Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman in this film. Um, I I I like the f- fact that I'm hearing rumors that they're going to give her a spin-off series, which I think would actually really work, because I think she's just terrific in the role. Um <clears throat> I think the the fighting style, they got they got it nailed on. I think Selena in this is um is actually truer to the Kite books than any other version of the character we've had. Uh, something that I really, really did appreciate. And um, there's a lot of that in this film. There's a lot of being true to what came before, uh, especially as far as the comic books are concerned. Now, one question I would have loved to have asked Matt Reeves is um, what were his specific comic book inspirations when coming up with this film? Because I'm pretty sure he would say something like Year Two, The Long Halloween, um, not so much The Dark Knight Returns, maybe Dark Victory, Maybe there's a bit of that in there as well. I'm looking over at my Batman comics now. Uh, I think... I mean, The Long Halloween is, is the very is the very obvious one. And, and I do like... I mean, there are a lot of... There are actually a number of Batman villains in this movie. And when I was first hearing about who they were casting, I was like, oh, God, this is going to... There's going to be a lot of Batman villains. And yes, you do have the Colin Farrell uh, penguin in this film. He's actually in the film a lot more than I thought he was going to be. Uh, you... you um, now I'm just trying to think who who plays Carmine Falcone in the film. I'm blanking on his name right now, but you you have Carmine Falcone. Uh, John Turturro plays Carmine Falcone. Brilliant casting again, and um, and he, you know, he's there are elements of him in this movie as well, not too much, but <clears throat> so when I was hearing about all of this, I was thinking, oh, there are going to be too many villains in this movie. But no, because Paul Dano's Riddler is really the main villain, which uh, is something that I, I'm, I was really happy about because it gives the character room to breathe. And we haven't actually had, but let's be honest, we haven't had a good version of this character ever. I think I know people like Jim Carrey's Riddler, but it, it's it's very that that is very uh, camp version <laughs> and, and a bit silly. This, this version is there's a lot of people have likened it to Zodiac. Uh, And there's an element of that. And there is actually an element of Jim Carrey's uh, Riddler that comes into Paul Dano's performance towards the end, which is always going to be an element of that character. Riddler is... I mean, I'm not a massive fan of Jim Carrey's Riddler, but I do think he got that madness kind of spot on. Uh, I think that's something that he did really well in that movie. And actually, I think Paul Dano took a bit of that into his performance. But really, there's... um, I mean... There are there's some, there's some really um, bizarre scenes with, 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 with Paul Dano's Riddler and some of his online activity and, um, you know, the, the riddles that uh, Batman has to solve in this movie. So actually, that brings me nicely onto my next point, is this is the first Batman film that we've seen ever, let's be honest, ever, where Batman is actually a detective. And Batman is, in the comics, called the world's greatest detective. But for some reason, everyone that's done a Batman film up until this point has wanted to shy away from that fact. And I don't really know why. The, the, I got such a thrill from seeing Robert Patterson's Batman walk into a crime scene and get to actually investigate what's going on. And he's clearly like three or four steps ahead of anyone else in that room. I also loved seeing the reaction of the, uh, the GCPD, members of the GCPD, when he gets when he comes into the the crime scene, uh, there's a really nice and um, fascinating dynamic between Batman and Commissioner Gordon. I'm just going to call him Commissioner Gordon because, well, he's James Gordon uh, in this movie, and literally James Gordon is the only like one of the very few non-corrupt police in this town. Um, <clears throat> that, that I think they got that dynamic really, really pretty much spot on. I've noticed a lot of people talking about the animated series and how this reminded them of that. I would agree. I actually think it reminds me a, a lot more of the of like Arkham Asylum, the video game. Uh, there's there are moments in that video game, uh, and like I, I am pretty sure they used some sounds from the video game in the movie. I'm pretty sure there's a sound of the bats. In this film that is taken directly from that video game. So I, I do wonder, I would love to know again from Matt Ree- like if I could get to ever talk to Matt Reeves, how much of that inspired him in this film as well. But that's um I think that's the thing about this film, this Batman movie, is that there is so there is such a clear love of Batman involved in the making of this movie uh there these are people like even like royal Patterson himself has spoken about how much he loved the character growing up and and you can you can tell that Matt Reeves is someone who he wrote and directed this movie is someone that probably grew up reading batman comics and watching the batman animated well not grew up watching the batman but i'm pretty sure he watched that and maybe even played the video game or at least knew of the video game and um and all of, these, all of these aspects, all of these things, I think have melded together in creating like a, a neo-noir Batman thriller w- with echoes of David Fincher, a bit of Saw in there, a bit of Batman Arkham Asylum, and a, a bit of Arkham City as well. And, and you really think, God, like this, you know, it was, it was revealed five years ago that, that Warner Brothers had hired Matt Reeves to do this movie. And it was five years worth waiting for because I I really didn't expect this movie to be this good. Um, I I really, really didn't expect the film to be as good as it ended up being. So um, I know I I spoiled a little bit of it, which is, you know, I gave you a warning about that to begin with but there are I, 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 one of the things i really liked about about this film and actually thinking about this and maybe comparing it to like spider-man no way home that is kind of fan service but done differently so when people were talking about fan service as far as spider-man no way home is concerned it's like the the idea of bringing back characters actors that have played the character in the past which is which is great i loved it but fan service in the batman's case is something like for me like batman doing the narration that's it that that is really something that um that i really loved like that to me made me think of all the batman comics that i'd read in the past um another another thing that that like (laughs) some batman fan service is um There's a moment in the film where you see the word "hush," um, and you automatically think of the comic book "hush." Actually, I think there's an element of "hush" in this in this movie as well, and there are references to things like that. And um, there, there, it's just so. And I think this is that that's the sort of fan service that we're talking about here. But I don't, I'm not so much sure if that's fan service or just like (laughs) um, really good kind of. Research done into this, and people again that that really understands what the Batman's all about. And I think this more than anything is 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 what we really should take from this movie: is that that the, the this is that this is the Batman done, like literally. It's I mean we've talked a bit about Zack Snyder in the past being able to make a film like Watchmen, and which was supposedly an unfilmable graphic novel. But literally, what he did was he just took. The pages of the Alan Moore comic uh graphic novel and put it onto the big screen and there's an element of that here which is like Matt Reeves has made like one of the best Batman graphic novels of all time and just put it on the big screen and um <clears throat> it just made me love this movie even more because that I mean the Batman is a comic book character and and this this I think shows to me that that there's a love of that character and a love of the comics and that's that's one of the reasons why I can't stop thinking about this movie. I'm going to see it tomorrow uh, again, and I'm probably going to. I th- Yeah, I am going to see it on Friday. Uh, so three. I'm probably going to see it three times in the cinema, and that's the first time. I'm pretty sure that's the first time I've ever done that with a movie. And this, to me, alone speaks volumes. It, it, it makes me think. Yeah, this this is one of the if one of the if not the best Batman movie ever made and that is given how many like all of the Nolan films like before this I would have told you probably that the Dark Knight is the best Batman film ever made but that film really does a lot of that film does rely on Heath Ledger's performance as as the Joker whereas this film you can't tie it down to one single thing if anything the reason why this film succeeds so much is because of Matt Reeves um, the decision to bring in Robert Pattinson as the, as the Batman, you know, Twilight Boy, as people like to call him. The the decision to make it a neo noir thriller, the decision to make Batman the world's greatest detective in this movie, the 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 decision to bring in a character like the Riddler, a, a, a Batman villain that had bit that had is severely lacking in love as 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 far as the the movies side of things are concerned. So like. A character that over the years has become a, a caricature of himself. Like you, can, you can think of so many versions of that character, That like the Gotham version of the character that just kind of is just silly, really. It's just, I mean, but actually he's probably the best version of the character we had up until this point, which is not a good sign. Um, and, you know, casting like Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, perfect casting, The like a real understanding of what that character is all about. Um, the fact that everything in this movie, it is a mystery, but again, the, the mystery in itself isn't the reason why the, the film is so watchable. It's like, yeah, it's interesting and it keeps you, it, it keeps you intrigued, but more than that, it's just getting to see Batman solve this mystery and get to the end of what is going on and finding out what's going on and using his intellect. And this more than any other film, you, you get to see that the, the brains and the brawn of the character and, um, just pure perfection as far as i'm concerned and then and then i wanted to talk a little bit about colin farrell as the penguin cuz we we are going to get a, a penguin spin-off series and i think it's going to the 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 spin-off series is going to uh, be uh, is, is going to take place after the events of this movie so i honestly first off unrecognizable incredible work on 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 the way he looks but one thing that i really noticed about this character more than any other, like you think of Penguin, you probably think of Danny DeVito. But this again was a, a version of Oswald Col- Cobblepot that is kind of grounded in a reala- reality that he's scarred, he's disfigured to that, to that extent. But he's fundamentally, what he is, is a, he's, he's a, you know a dirty kind of club owner. And I really like that. I, I like that they bring him down to that level and um, has a fantastic car chase scene between him and the Batman. By the way, the best the best batmobile i've ever seen like whoa, wow incredible 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 batmobile like and the fact that batman built that himself just makes it even better the sounds it makes the sound of this movie like the 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 score so um the score is by and he's the guy that did a lot of the uh, the disney um He's done a lot of Disney movies and I'm blanking, uh, Michael, I'm not going to say his name properly, Michael Giacchino. I hope I pronounced that properly, correctly, but the score is so good. And one of the things that actually Matt Reeves said about this version of Batman is that he was inspired by Kurt, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. And you can really tell, Like this is like the Kurt Cobain Batman. And that they used the song Something in the Way a lot. And it was, it was used in the trailer, and it's actually used in the movie. And I I do wonder whether the Batman theme here is kind of taken from that song. But this is the like before now, I would have thought Danny Elfman hands down the best Batman theme of all time. But whew, this Batman theme in this movie that it gives you chills. It really does give you chills. And it makes you it's kind of eerie, it's slow, it's but it's melodic as well it's it's um, a bit threatening it's everything that the batman is (laughs) and i think they just got that so spot on and i was so happy that 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 they did such such a good job with with the score because i mean half of the movie is the score it's really important and and this film more more than any other batman film since probably you know tim burton's 1989 batman um that this film really gets that right like i could, to be honest i could not re- like for the life of me remember what the batman theme or the the just the the music in general in christopher nolan's batman trilogy was like i know that it was um hans zimmer that did it and i, and I can remember the the beginning of the dark knight that kind of sound that that was that was very good but that to me was always more in connection to the joker and when I think of Batman, I can't really think of his theme in that movie and and then then I, again, you know that's something that is actually quite telling. Like I can tell you I can remember I'm remembering it now the theme to uh, Danny Elfman like Danny Elfman's theme for for Batman, which was then reused for the animated series, which is probably why I remember it so much, but it's just that is so iconic and I think they've done it here again. They've made like another iconic Batman theme. I'm not going to sing it but oh, it's so good and I can't wait to see the film again and um, yeah this is I've probably rambled on I've rambled on now for almost half an hour about this one movie but I know <clears throat> I mean I can't talk about the Batman without addressing the elephants in the room and that's the fact that there's been um, a very vocal but very small section of the fandom telling people to boycott this movie online I've been seeing it over and over again on Twitter. And and, and it's, it's, it's sad to see this because none of the people involved, apart from some of the executives, but none of the people involved in the making of this movie had anything to do with what went before. So anything to do with the Snyderverse. And I know there are a lot of people that were very upset that we didn't get to see a Ben Affleck Batman film or a Ben Affleck Batman series. But that is not a reason to boycott this movie because honestly you'd be missing out even even if you don't love it as much as i did i find it hard to think that you won't find something some strand of enjoyment some something about this film that you'll end up really liking uh, i i just don't see how that can be possible then again there probably will be people that oh, I absolutely hate this movie and probably come up with some incredible reasons why but uh, this is some, i've really been trying hard to rack my brains I'm trying to come up with some sort of criticism for this film. Yeah, maybe it's a bit long. That that was literally it. Maybe it's a bit long. But then again, I was sat there and in the cinema thinking I could sit here all day and watch this. I could watch a series of this. I could watch this for nine hours and I would be fine. <laughs> and um, that made me really excited actually for the Matt Reeves um GCPD, Gotham GCPD series that's coming, which is a prequel. And that really, really has me excited because the gcpd is actually a really interesting entity in this movie uh, there's a lot of corruption going on in there and um and it'd be really fascinating to get a series all about that so <clears throat> i think in matt reeves's hands uh, batman is in really good really good hands like honestly better than i could have imagined like i can't think of anyone else doing a better job than this i can't think of anyone else who, who would make a good movie, let's say, um, be able to capture everything in one film that it is everything that Batman is and represents. And, um, you know, before this film was announced, I was kind of thinking, oh, do we need another Batman film? You know, they've done it to death, kind of almost. But no, watching this movie, it makes it makes you look at some of the other comic book films that have come out recently and think, you're not in the, you're not on the same level like let's be on like i i mean i really really loved no way home but as far as a movies concerned like a, a piece of filmmaking it's not it's, it's not on the same level like the the batman is a film that i would <clears throat> sorry that, that that i would see nominated for best picture at the oscars and i think that is perfectly perfectly warranted like yes i get that Spider-Man No Way Home, not so much. Thor, like even Thor Ragnarok, not so much. No, none of the Marvel movies, I think. Yeah, but they've but the thing is, I think they kind of are occupying different spaces. Because in a way, I, I see this film, this Batman movie, as a kind of like almost like an auteur type movie, like like how the Joker was pitched, although I don't think the Joker is a, a fine d'auteur in that sense. Uh, I think Todd Phillips would like it to be and wanted it to be but I think that was that th- that was more of a copy paste job than anything else with a very good central performance from Joaquin Phoenix. This this is this is what you're looking for when when you when say someone isn't isn't a fan of comic book movies and is like I don't really like comic book movies but I want to watch one what can you recommend? The Batman would be one, Logan would be another one. Uh, but you know, it's those would be the two movies actually now that I would recommend to someone that doesn't like comic book foot. I, I would recommend, okay, here we go. I recommend that Martin Scorsese go ahead and watch The Batman. I'd actually recommend him watch The Batman over Joker because I'm pretty sure he'll he might feel flattered by the Joker, but I'm pretty sure that he'll watch Joker and be like, that was in my movie, that was in my movie, that was in my whereas this, yes, it takes elements from films like seven. Uh, from, <clears throat> from some like neo-noir noir thrillers that you probably haven't heard of, that Matt Reeves is a big fan of. But what, what he's been able to do is kind of mesh those together and really create a, a rather amazing piece of filmmaking. And, um, and I know this still sounds like hyperbole, and I really don't want it to come across as, as that, but it's just, it's the way and I I, something in the way this movie makes me feel um it's been a couple of hours now since i, I, I saw it last night and I, I have been thinking a lot about it i thought a lot about it after seeing it and i thought did i really love this film as much as i think cuz your immediate reaction out of the cinema you you kind of think you kind of think the movie's better than it probably is but I've thought long and hard about this film now, and, and I'm going to see it again. Maybe, maybe my my love of it might decrease a bit with uh, upon second viewing, but I doubt I doubt it. I really do doubt it because they got so much right, and there was so much thought that went into this film that I just I just don't I can't see it kind of going any anywhere beyond like anywhere below like a nine out of ten for me like i gave it a ten because (laughs) i was just like literally the only criticism i can think of is it's a tad long but i liked it being long because i did not want this movie to end uh may maybe the mystery that like the whole you know murder mystery side of it is not so interesting but then again it was never intended to be um which is also another reason why I like this film so much. <laughs> anyway, that's going to be enough waffle for me for for one day. Thank you very much, guys, for, for either watching or listening to uh, Small Screen Stories. You can get this as a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just search Small Screen Stories. If you do like what I do, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts would be wonderful. Uh, you can follow Small Screen everywhere at Small Screen Co. Um, you can also, if you want... If you if you want, you can follow me as well, at TJ Lauder if, if you so wish. Uh, also go and head on over to the website which is small screen.co.uk for all your latest um, news on like pop culture news. We've got features up there. We've got the Batman review there as well, the spoiler-free review. Uh, and thank you so much for watching, guys, and I'll see you. Uh, I'll I'll see you on Friday uh, for Small Screen Live. Thank you very much, guys, and goodbye.